rom-coms. I'm Marie. I'm Allison. And we're here to talk to you once again about Hugh Jackman. God love him. I mean, his career just took off. Did you look at his timeline, his career timeline, in regards to this movie? I didn't, actually. It is. So this movie, I'm sorry, I'm going to steal your thunder a little bit. That's fine. Steal away. Today we're talking about Someone Like You. It's an early 2000s rom-com. And it is 2000 X-Men, 2001 rom-com, 2001 rom-com. He may have come out with another movie in 2001. It's like TV movies for, I don't know, like eight years. And then boom, he's this huge star. It's crazy. I thought it was crazy. I think it's kind of weird that his, yeah, like his first big role was X-Men. And it's, that's a huge role. It's huge. Oh, Swordfish? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you ever watch that movie? Yeah. That's a weird one. Did you watch it because How Did This Get Made? No, I watched it because Dad liked it. Yeah, what? What is that? Dad liked a lot of weird movies. But I have to say, listening to How Did This Get Made talk about Dreamcatcher was great. I think I listened to it, but I don't remember. Ugh. Oh, Van Helsing was a kind of... It's a, a guilty, horrible movie? It's a guilty pleasure. Dad liked that one, too. I think we saw it in the theater. Oh, we sure did. <laughs> we sure did. Classic. I never saw... Did Bernard come with us to see it in the theaters? My memory sucks ass. I don't know. Okay. I um I never saw Les Mis. I didn't either. Okay. But I, I love his singing, and I think he is a good dancer and singer, and I like... I think Logan is such a good movie. It is a good movie. Yeah. I completely agree. So he does. He has a great career, and this really was the takeoff for him. Mm-hmm. He looked really good in this movie. Yes. I, I loved... Just about. I, I think his hair might could have been a tad bit shorter, but it was nineties tastic. I was gonna say it could have been a little less, pr- like had a little less product in it. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. But if you think about it, if he was just off of filming X Men or just like starting, starting, he had to have that weird like two sided <laughs> do. <laughs> so it had to be long. So hot. <laughs> Um, yeah, he had to have that. I'm really glad that that went away in Logan, actually. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's character. We all know and love it from the cartoons. Mm -hmm. But it's just in real life, not the, not the best look. So, in addition to Hugh Jackman, I mean, I don't really care as much as any, about anybody else. Hugh Jackman is the reason to watch this movie. Yeah, I mean, do you want to? Do yeah. you just want to do the facts since we started talking? Yeah, because um, I really want to drink this drink. I know it looks so good. It looks it's really teasing. Good. Us. I know, and I'm a little sleepy, and it's like a coffee cocktail, mm-hmm. so it's gonna wake me right up. Uh, Someone like you came out in 2001, and it stars Ashley Judd, Greg Kinnear, mm-hmm. and aforementioned Hugh Jackman and Marissa Tomei. Um. I would add Ellen Barkin to that. Okay. Added. Thank you. (laughs) It was directed by Tony Goldwyn and um, 
based on the novel by Laura Zygman, Animal Husbandry. Oh, I didn't know this was a novel. Indeed, neither did I. And the screenplay is by Elizabeth Chandler. They're not talking about, like, the Tony Goldwyn that's... That's what I was wondering. From Scandal and Tarzan? Is that him? I think so. Hang on. Yeah! Oh, I had no idea he directed things. Yeah. All right, good good for him. Go Tony Goldwyn. All right. Who knew? <laughs> not not us. No. <laughs> um, Olivia Pope deserved better. I never watched it. I didn't watch the last season. Mm. But I loved the first two seasons. Carrie Washington's so pretty and her style's amazing. She sings too. Oh, of course. She just has it all. Way to go, Carrie Washington. Good for you. <laughs> I'm not better. <laughs> I just admire you from all angles. <laughs> It's like Meryl Streep. She sings and Ugh. gorgeous acts. She's timeless. Mm-hmm. And I she- think Carrie Washington is too. I yeah no I yeah for sure. It's just there's you a, know Meryl Streep is older too and yeah. she still looks great. Mm-hmm. Did you see that Buzzfeed article about how they said Meryl Streep wasn't pretty enough to play the uh, heroine in King Kong? I I think that was a good career move for her though, like not yeah. doing it. Who was the one that did Jessica Lang, who also has had a great career. True. The only thing I really remember her from recently is um, American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. Which I couldn't get into. No, it was too bizarre for me. Like, and scary. I it's right up you would think it's right up my alley, but like I just couldn't get into it. I wanted to like it because of Evan Peters. Me too. But it just just didn't work out. I saw that picture of him with like the skull makeup on and I was like like, hot I know (laughs) I thought it was so hot too yeah there's something wrong with us just like those those dark and mysterious men (laughs) with skull makeup (laughs) brings you back to like um Davey Havoc and stuff right yeah yeah for sure he still looks good by the way yeah I think so, too. Sorry, I'm getting situated. You you do you. I'm sorry if I gave you the uncomfortable seat. I'm, I'm not uncomfortable. Oh, okay. I meant to give you the more comfortable seat. You bitch. I know, but now that I'm, like, sitting here, I'm like, maybe this was the better one. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> it's best that I'm alert. <laughs> All right. The drink to go along with this is called a... Wait, it's a, it's a kind of a strange name. A Moscow Moo Cow Cocktail. It has nothing to do with a Moscow Mule. No. The only thing that's the same is vodka. That's it. Um, is this the one you sent me or did you send me something else? I sent you like three, but this was the first one. Okay. Because I had found this before, but there was some similar names. Yeah. So this guy has coffee liqueur. We used Kahlua. Vodka. Irish cream liqueur. We used Bailey's. Milk, I use heavy whipping cream. As per the directions, it says you could use a heavier cream if you wanted. So we'll see how this goes. Um, crushed ice, but it's strained out. And then coffee beans that I think Allison stole the idea off of from... Uh, my friend Michelle? Yes. Yes. The three coffee beans for 
what is it, health, happiness, and wealth or something like something that? Something like that, yeah. It was yeah. a cool idea. It was. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, that's going to go down super smooth. And fast. Mm-hmm. Man, this is good. I think the whipping cream was a good idea. I don't think it would be as rich mm-hmm. with the milk. Cause I And I, I think I only have skim milk on top of that. Ugh. What? Why do you drink skim milk? As soon as I moved out of mom and dad's house, I bought 2% because it's so much better. Vitamin D milk if I'm feeling sassy. Vitamin D milk? Yeah. What is that? I don't know. It's like the thick one. You mean whole milk? Isn't there a different one? (laughs) I swear to God, the red cap is the vitamin D one at Giant Eagle. I think that's just called whole milk. (laughs) I think it goes whole milk. Hang on. 2%, 1% skim. Milk varieties. (laughs) I'm Googling it. No, you're going to get like soy, (laughs) almond... Like all the rice, all those weird kinds. <laughs> those were literally the top three. <laughs> Was it? Yeah. Whole milk. Milk. Why don't I just go to the Giant Eagle app and type in milk? Are you talking perchance about this? That's called whole milk. Does it say like something about vitamin D on? Yep. <laughs> what does it say? Look under whole milk. What does that say? Is that vitamin D? Why I keep thinking Wait. it's vitamin D milk. But look at the skim milk. What's it say? Vitamin A and D. It's not vitamin D milk. <laughs> I was like, the vitamin D makes it taste so much better. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so I buy whole milk if I'm feeling fancy. <laughs> and fat. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. <laughs> Bottom line is I can't believe that you have skim milk because it tastes like garbage. It doesn't bother me. It I- tastes like water. It doesn't bother me. And it's lower in calories and fat content. But... Those cows work so hard to get all those calories. You know what? You know what I will do? I'm, I am going to try to get 2% because my kid won't drink milk lately. And I wonder if it's because we switched to skim from 2%. She didn't like whole either, though. So maybe oh, that's 2%, weird. 2% is her sweet spot. Like, whole milk just is like a milkshake to me. Like, I don't know. Like, the flavor's so yeah what I want. But she doesn't like chocolate milk either. It's weird. That is weird. Um, we There's two giant eagles that we go to. The one giant eagle is the bad giant eagle because it doesn't carry the milk that we normally get, which is giant eagle brand. Um, Wait, what? It doesn't carry giant eagle no. brand milk? No, isn't that so strange? Yes. So we were just in the area and I wanted to grab a couple of things. And then they had Marlburger milk, which is like a local dairy mm-hmm. That is so freaking good. And now all I want is that Marlboro milk from Dine Eagle. Because James really likes their tea. Okay. 
They have that at the cranberry one. Do you, like, just their regular milk is better, too? I think it was. What do you do with the glass containers? Because it comes in, like, a legit jug. That's Brunton's. Oh. But you can recycle them. Like, you give them back to the store. Or I've kept a couple for um, making large batch drinks. Okay. Like, I've made, you know, like, large batch cocktails Mm -hmm. in them. I'm familiar with the concept. Are you? (laughs) Saving a jug for a cocktail? (laughs) Yes. Anyway, the reason why we chose this drink was they talk a lot about cows. As if you haven't seen that, you will hear about us talking about the cows. Yeah, so I don't know if I was a big fan of the cow references. And I feel like I should have been because I love cows, but I kind of got sick of it. So why don't you get the the rundown here, the summary, so okay. the cow talk makes sense. Basically, this woman falls in love with somebody that she works with who's already in a relationship, but he says that he loves her and they get closer together and then he pulls back, dumps her, leaves her homeless. And then she goes on a tangent equating men to this cow theory and trying to find reasons why they do the things they do. And she moves in with her other co-worker and in the meantime develops feelings for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's kind of it. But this cow theory, I mean, it's to make more cows. Or not cows. Like, right. there's trying to... I, but she was saying it's biologically equivalent because men will always want to stick it in other things to make more kids and just be genetically dominant, I guess. There's like no bitter uh, like I just took like the biggest gulp and there's just no bad. It's just delicious. Yeah, it's great. There's nothing wrong with that drink. It's truly amazing. I could finish it right now. Mm-hmm. It'd be no problem. Mm-mm. Mine's probably over half gone. Yeah. So, it's good times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the cow thing didn't bother me because I thought it was necessary to the plot line. So, and I didn't, I didn't think it was overdone. I, maybe it's just that I didn't care for her as a character. Oh, she didn't bother me. I feel like this movie, and maybe it's a sign of the times, or maybe just I wasn't in good headspace when I watched it. Although I'm, I was, like I. (laughs) So that's not true. (laughs) But I just feel like it made women look so helpless. Like needy. Yeah. And Mm. I didn't like that. I could... I could see that. But I really liked Marissa Tomei's character. I didn't think she was as needy or any, like. But she was when that guy cheated on her. But that's allowed. That was like the only time in the movie that she had some kind of breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. But then she was all for the cow theory and like putting it out there to the public. She was a real. Like, she ignited the Dr. Marie Charles Charles flame, I feel. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think the only woman who wasn't needy, I think you're right about that, was the sister. I really, they were barely in it, but the sister and the husband were very couples goals. Mm-hmm. Very sweet, very caring. I mean, typical married couple, you fight, you bicker, whatever, but you could tell that there was love there. Right. Like, it's weird to say, you know, you live with someone for so long. I don't want to say it's like a sibling relationship, but it's like you're always together. You tease each other. You get annoyed just as much as you did, like, if you lived with someone when you were younger. Like, you just get pissed. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like a, I don't know if it, it, it's like a comfort thing, too. Just let it all go. Like an intimacy level, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good point. You're not walking on eggshells with somebody. Like, if you're truly shouldn't be. Well, if you are, that's that's an issue. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Um, yes. So would you then say that the new cow theory was an unbelievable aspect of the movie for you? To the extent that she portrayed it, yes. But then she kind of disproved it, too, because, like she said, she went back. He, Greg Kinnear went back to the old cow. Right. So she was truly like a scientist and a researcher here because she had this hypothesis and then it turned out not to be true. I will say, though, I didn't find a lot of this movie unbelievable. I think it was hard for me in that I thought that the movie could never happen nowadays. Like, you could just Google Dr. Maria Charles or Marie Charles, and you would see she wasn't exist. Mm -hmm. Like, they made up this Vienna thing, Mm -hmm. and you would see that this um, building or research facility wouldn't exist. You could look up that photo, no problem, and see that that person was someone else. But they still had the internet. Like, she was still searching for things. Maybe they didn't have Google, but she was still searching for things on the computer and the internet, and they printed off. So I struggled with, could she have gotten away with it, given that the internet was still there? Because she technically did steal an identity. Like, they looked up a dead woman. <laughs> right. They took her photo and assigned a name to it. Which is so silly because why didn't she just come up with a pen name? Right? Which is what they were talking about. Like why? I guess she said that she wanted it to be a doctor or whatever to be more reputable. Well, just, but... be, just be like Dr. Maria Marie Charles or whatever. Like that's your pen name. Yeah. Like why do you need the picture? Okay. So I guess that is unbelievable. So that that was my thing. I know it's 2001. We still had dial-up internet at that point at our house. Yeah. And I remember our brother yelling at me every time I got on the phone or the internet because he was in the kitchen, like, working. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm working. I'm on a work call. You need to stay off the computer. I mean, my, my, how times have changed, right? <laughs> like, who would think that would be a 
Yeah, it's so weird. Ugh, instant messaging was so fun. AOL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You would put your away message up and it would always be like, some weird song lyric. Yes. To I re- show what a tortured soul you are. I remember dad saw one of mine once and he was like, who is this about? What are you talking about? Why do you put this stuff up for the public to see? And I think it was just some My Chemical Romance lyric. <laughs> and I was like, it, I didn't write it. It's a song. <laughs> like, take it down. <laughs> yeah. That is too funny. Um, yeah, so... Could never happen nowadays. I guess it has more likelihood that she gets away with it back then. But I still don't know if she could. But I agree with you. Other than that part, I really don't see so much unbelievability in this. I think I have two. Okay. My first one is the fact that she's blew dust off of her diaphragm and then put it up in her vagina. So disgusting. That is a clean place that dust (laughs) dust does not belong. I also didn't think that it would have that much dust on it. It was in a sealed box in a sealed box. Like, I know it was a joke. It was for comedic effect. Right. Uh, Why was she so sweaty after putting it in? Was it like that hard to put in? I don't know. I never put a diaphragm in. I feel like it's an old thing. It looked huge, though. I guess it has to be to catch all the sperm. I think it's like, yeah, like a saucer kind of a... Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that stuff, like, how do you put it in 100% perfect? Uh, Like, just condoms. Yeah. Why not? Just keep them. Tell him. Tell him he needs to have them. Like Hugh Jackman. He had enough. She could have taken some from his stash and never Mm would have known. Never would have known. I found it unbelievable how embarrassed she got at the sight of condoms in the bathroom. Like, you're a grown-ass woman who has sex and you see condoms in a guy's bathroom. Why are you so embarrassed? At least he's not out impregnating all of these women. Right? Yeah, I did not get that. And even though she's upset, I can't see she's upset about breaking up with Ray or Ray broke up with her. I don't think she's going to make an appointment at some specialist to get her amygdala removed. Yes. So I couldn't tell if that was like a fantasy. Yes. I I couldn't tell. Because I could see it being like that, but... I don't know. What did you think? I thought it was real. Okay. I really genuinely couldn't tell. I can see where you're coming from. It is a little iffy. But they showed the guy reacting to her and then her breaking down in the chair. So I thought it was real. It's basically like a part of a lobotomy. Yeah. Like, I want a piece of my brain removed. It does not control just scent memory. No, it's pretty vital. You need it. You need it. So. And and that made me upset with her character because I'm like, you're being so pathetic. (laughs) Like, I know it's hard. Go drink to excess with your girlfriends. Fuck a fuck a couple other dudes and move on with your life. Yeah, it was like three months at least. 
past September I, to past January. Yeah. Like it's a long time to be hung up. Move on. Yeah. Or don't, but like be independent about yeah. it. Yeah. You don't uh, I, I get I kinda get it because seeing him every day at work, it would be harder to move on. Like that just keeps it fresh. Like when I was done with the guy, like I had that obsessive kind of You check on them. Right. I ended up deleting them off of AOL, delete their email, mm-hmm. like phone number. I didn't have mm-hmm. a cell phone at that point, so not a problem. And I started like taking different routes so I knew I wouldn't see them. It was just I will remain obsessed unless I can't see you anymore. Mine was a fake it till I make it. Like, I'm just going to act like I don't give a shit until I didn't give a shit. Okay. Mostly. Until I started drinking a lot, and then I gave a shit. <laughs> yeah. You know. Any any drunk dialing out there? Texting. Texting. Yep. Yeah. Tough stuff. I was an emotional person. <laughs> Antidepressants. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also didn't understand, remember when Ray coughs and then leaves and she's like, I hope Ray develops bronchitis that turns into pneumonia and like something happens. She pulls out a little tape recorder that we haven't seen prior. (laughs) Never saw again. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yes. What else did I watch where I saw one of those little tape recorders, but it definitely had a point. I just watched Taken for the first time. It was free on Amazon. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Also, that, that, his daughter's a dumb bitch mm. and deserves to get taken. Like, come on. The guys, like how she meets them? Yeah. She met that guy, said that she's vacationing alone with her friend, there shows them where they're staying, says they have the whole fifth floor, no one's home, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, you dumb bitch. Like, this is what happens. Mm-hmm. So, but he used, like, a tape recorder and, like, recorded things. <laughs> but it had a point. It had a point. You saw it more than once. You did. <laughs> did you see this whenever she was writing her theories down? Yeah. Like, later? Yeah, in, like, a little notebook? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't she have a tape recorder, though? Later? I don't recall. Because I remember her walking around and, like, spitballing for her Dr. Marie Charles article. Okay. I don't remember seeing the tape recorder. It could have been there. Okay. Are you saying you saw it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I don't know. Moving on. <laughs> Stand corrected. Uh, Yeah, not a lot of unbelievability just because, you know, girls fall in love as do guys and get their hearts broken. Yeah, I also got annoyed with her that she really wanted to linger on Hugh Jackman's ex and like talk about it with him all the time. And he obviously did not. So why pressure him? Uh Uh-huh. I just... I, there were so many things about her where I was like, why are you doing this? Just shut up. <laughs> the, the most, the biggest time I was like, that was the New Year's Eve thing. 
Like, you just spent so much time trying to get over this guy, and he wants to call you and go out on New Year's Eve, and you say yes? I was completely with you, Jack, when he when he was like, why are you doing this to yourself? Yeah. He's, just get over it. Yeah, and of course he bailed. It, it, absolutely. Hugh Jackman was the saving grace of this movie. You didn't like the movie? It was okay. I love this movie. Really? I do. I don't know why, but I absolutely love this movie. Is it nostalgia? I don't know. How do you feel about Ashley Judd's very early thousands haircut? Loved it. I liked it for the most part, but then there were some things that she did where I was like, eh, but I guess it was also a sign of the times. Yeah. I liked most of her style, though. Like, her outfits and stuff. It was definitely better than Meg Ryan's and Ugh. Kate and Leopold. Yeah. And I get she wasn't trying to be, like, like more masculine in the job, I guess. But it even, like, casual outfits, business outfits, they all looked a lot better. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're similar body types. Like, they're slight yeah. females. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, she wore a lot of fashionable things. I did like her New Year's Eve dress. I hated the coat, though. Oh, I didn't mind it. Yeah, it was just that long duster. Yeah. Is it because it looked like a nightgown? Mm-hmm. I didn't like her hair. No, I didn't either. That was... And all the shimmery body lotion she put on. Did you notice that? I was like, girl. Did you see the butterfly clips at that party? Yep. How about the one girl in the tiger dress who gave her the up and down? Yeah. What the fuck was that? I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out why they included that. (laughs) (laughs) Do you believe that Greg Kinnear is attractive? (laughs) Do you find that believable? Um, I do. Just not with that hair. That hair was terrible i think he's such a goober really yeah always yeah oh this was kind of his character and you've got mail too and i feel like that's the only other thing i've seen him in oh i haven't seen that all the way through um i think um as good as it gets i've never seen that that's really good it's oh he's in little miss sunshine yeah. I think that hair is better. Looks exactly the same, except no, it doesn't it have frosted does. tips. Well, the frosted tips was pretty bad. You gotta admit. He's David Larrabee and the, like, the modern day Sabrina? I don't know. Ugh. Well, good for him. He's still out there and, and working. I um I just think he's a real big cheese and I don't find him attractive. And there you have it, folks. What about when he is surfing with Matt Damon there? Oh, is that stuck on you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. I completely forgot that movie existed. That was a really bad movie. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> Here, you'll like this picture better of him. 
Oh, God. (laughs) It's just no good. And so the fact that when he walked in and she saw stars, it's like, come on, lady. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, you get attracted to different people and who knows why. That's true. But then you have to question, like, is she attracted to a certain type of guy that she knows is bad for her? Because you can tell right away that he's fake. Uh-huh. They wanted that to be known. Yeah. Like, the talk about his girlfriend. And at first I was like, I bet you he doesn't even have a girlfriend. I bet you he's just stringing her along and telling her all these lies. But he did end up having a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. He was a legit asshole. Mm-hmm. But I think that... Diane was a legit asshole, too. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stand her. She was really mean. And how her body language, I just didn't like it. And I also didn't know, when you're on a talk show like that and you're the host, are you in charge? I was wondering that, too. Like, I guess if you're Oprah, you would be, but... She wasn't on the same stage as Oprah. Like. She did seem to be in charge, though. Like, the way she walked around and led the meetings and... Right. So, I, I thought that was unbelievable. I also thought that Hugh Jackman coming into that meeting with a hickey, just out and about... Showing it off was unbelievable. You're a professional man. He bit himself while shaving. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know, though. But I feel like, are people really giving each other's hickeys in their 30s? Well, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, (laughs) I said a professional man having a hickey and displaying it at work. Gross. And who enjoys getting hickeys? True. It's, um, I also wasn't sure how much the, they would be getting paid. The apartments they were looking at looked very expensive. Like that first one they were all excited about. You could see the World Trade Centers from. I could see that being like a couple million. That view, the space, it had its own balcony. It was huge. Mm-hmm. And the balcony itself was the size of the apartment. Mm-hmm. And then it was strange because she had a very small apartment. Right. Hugh Jackman's apartment was really nice, too. I loved how they got, how we got it, though. Oh, oh, yeah. That was funny. And it was... I would say it was in the most desirable location, like right above the meatpacking. I mean, that's a huge part of town now. Now it is. And I remember in Sex and the City, Samantha got an apartment there because she said it was like up and coming, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, what is it? Is it like Chelsea? I don't know. I just... is. Isn't it the meat meatpacking district or something? Yeah. I swear we went to like some kind of a um market there. Like a cool kind of a thing. I don't know. Stuck in love. 
Oh. Is that what it is, or is it stuck on you? It's stuck on you, but it, I think that was just a tap. Oh. Meatpacking district in New York City. That's all it is. But this is, like, the first picture for Wikipedia, and that looks exactly like what they showed. That is the building that he lived in, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so I agree. I think that that would have been really expensive. Hence him looking for a roommate, but I still think. Uh, because I feel like they all had equally high-paying jobs. Like, they seem like very important people in that station. Like, they each had their own office. So why is... Mm, I think Greg loaded. Kinnear would be the most well-paid. Mm-hmm. I forget what he did, but he struck was me he as Was he the like, producer? Maybe. Because I maybe it was a sign of the times, too. It's like the men are getting paid more and the woman is not getting paid as much. Yeah. They definitely deferred to their the male opinions over the mm-hmm. women opinions, which is weird because it was a w- woman running the show. Mm-hmm. So, well, unbelievable is done. Okay. Do you want to make another drink? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So obstacles to these guys being together. Do we do both, or do we do? Hugh, do we do both Ashley Judd and Greg Kinnear, or do we do Ashley Judd and Hugh Jackman? We can do both. Okay. I think I think either way, it's obvious. Like, Greg Kinnear and Ashley Judd, it's, he's an asshole. He's a fuckboy. Right. He wants to have a girlfriend and just fuck around and do whatever he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Like, how Diane thinks that relationship is going to work is beyond me. Yeah. I can't believe... Well, I guess that's part of his... Greasiness. Like, that he said, I love you first. And, like, moving into the apartment. Like, he left her homeless. That really got me. hmm And she was bringing it up in such a delicate way, too. She's like, as of Saturday, I'm not going to have a place to live. I know you said your lawyer messed up, but what's going on here? Yeah, I would have been a little bit more panicked than that and insistent. Like, I'm not calling you at that point. I will be at your place. Mm-hmm. But does she even know where he lives? Right. Yeah, because I think him and Diane live together. I don't know. I don't know either. But it was it was so weird, like, the... Looking at apartments together as dates and... It was psychotic. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just as good as the first. I'm torn as to whether it's cold enough. Like, I thought about the first one, too. Like, do I need an ice cube in there? I'm good. Maybe a chilled glass next time. That, the directions did say a chilled glass, but... pick. I mean, it would look so dumb. I know you guys have chilled glasses, but they're chilled beer glasses. Mm. So it would look so silly for the photo. 
Maybe I need to just get a couple martini glasses and keep them in the freezer down here. You should get the stemless ones, though, so it'll be less breakable. Yeah, because I can see, I don't know. Yeah, them getting brittle or something like that. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so Hugh Jackman and Ashley Judd. Him, fear of commitment. Her her preconceived notions about him being a womanizer. Well, on top of her feelings for Greg Kinnear. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to challenge your Hugh Jackman one, though. I don't know that he had any obstacles. I think he was more than willing to be with her. And she's the one who was putting him off and he was giving her space to figure her shit out. When do you think that she, that he was into her? Do you think he w- he's been into her this whole time? I think he was. I I marked down. I marked it down. Marked it down. Yes. Um. The. <laughs> I think he realized it, and it's like one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. But when he came back from the ice cream lady. I think he left because he realized he had feelings for Ashley Judd. Mm. And then she blew up on him. <laughs> I mean, you definitely saw that he had feelings for her at New Year's. Oh, yeah. Which, that was after they fell asleep together in bed. Or was that before? It was before. Okay. I can't. I couldn't remember. I just watched this last night, but I couldn't remember. Okay. So he definitely had feelings for her at New Year's. I think he had feelings for her whenever he was feeding her noodles. Yeah, that's when she was doing the cheerleading. That was after the ice cream, I think. Okay. Right? I don't know. Um, I took really shitty notes. I did too. Like, I didn't have a lot to say. And usually that means that the movie's kind of... Eh. Okay, no. That was before the... Ice cream. Yeah, that was the I the noodles was before the ice cream. Okay. And then after that's the Christmas party. So sleeping in bed. Let me think here. Was that after she had the blow up in the office? Yes. Yeah, that's after she had the blow up in the office. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of, like, I think the chemistry is where this movie was at. Can, please. You disagree with me. I just, like I said, I just don't have a lot of notes. Okay. So I think the chemistry between Hugh Jackman and Ashley Judd was wonderful. Mm-hmm. This entire movie. I have a love that it was like an enemies to lovers kind of trope. Um, We've talked about it before. It's kind of like our thing. She thinks he's this womanizer. Scoundrel. Yeah, like piggish man. But he's really quite sensitive and caring. And he says like there's no preconceptions. All the women know. And like that is what it is. You know women have a hard time separating. Mm-hmm. Most do. I don't want to stereotype all women. Yeah. 
But I don't know. I think they have good banter in the beginning, and then she moves in with him, and then the chemistry takes over, and it's great. I do love the scene whenever she sees Greg Kinnear at work for the first time, I think, since, like, they broke up. And in front of Greg Kinnear, she's like, Eddie, you still need a roommate? When can I move in? You know, and they have that. And then Greg Kinnear is just like, what? 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 And Eddie knew exactly what she was doing. Yeah. And he was fine with it. And I like that Greg Kinnear was blocking his path. And Ashley Judd had, like, was real delicate about moving past him. And he was like, hey, I can just kind of, I don't know. I don't want to say, like, bullied him into moving, but he was definitely. He didn't stand down. Right. Right. Not bullied. Yeah. Like, he was like, you can't. You can't boss me around or you mm-hmm. can't block me, you know. Um, I liked from the first moment they moved in together and he pushed a drink through that curtain, which was his <laughs> way of fixing the hole in the wall. That was so funny to me. And I found that so believable. That a guy's idea of renovating would just yes. be to nail a curtain up. Yeah, he's like, I was going to fix that when you moved in. And he does. <laughs> he sure does. Privacy galore. Yeah. <laughs> and I like that they went down to the bar together. I love that bar. I like That's a real bar. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was cool. Like, he takes her out. Um, I thought his... What bothered me about him was how big his lighter flame was. (laughs) I thought it was ridiculously large. Didn't notice. Okay, so maybe it was just me. I hate how movies make cigarette smoking look so cool. Yeah. Well, not when she did it, though. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Um... When she's taking those notes in that notebook, uh, when she's doing her research, he comes in and grabs her book and starts reading from it. He holds her head apart. I love that. I just thought it was great. Like, it shows that they're getting to know each other and they're getting comfortable with each other in that passage of time aspect. So when they finally do fall in love, it's more believable. Mm-hmm. I liked that, too. I made a note about that. Um... Obviously, I think the real big moment between them that kind of started something was they're both in their underwear. Of course. (laughs) What a coincidence. That's so weird in the kitchen (laughs) at the same time. But let me try to hide mine with a paper towel. (laughs) Uh, And then she does, like, the cheer routine, and he's, like, totally... In her tiny underwear. He's so into it. Mm Mm-hmm. He forgets about the woman in his room. The naked woman who comes out wrapped in a comforter. Mm-hmm. I I thought it was funny that she got mad and left. Yeah, me too. And justifiable. Yeah, but I thought Ashley Judd tried to play it off like, oh, it's your turn to clean up. Good night. Yeah. See ya. I'm his roommate. Nice to meet you. Yeah, I thought what she did was fine. I don't know. I did like that scene. Because, you know, goes back to her. Paul G. Blazer days. Go Tomcats. How funny wasn't that? Wasn't that your high school? Mm-hmm. They just moved cities. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you could definitely see Hugh Jackman's eyes light up with that cheer routine. Mm-hmm. 
And then the and then the Hagen does interaction, and she just goes off on him, and she calls him a and he calls her a psycho, and stalks into her room, which I just I just loved it. I don't know why, it just really got to me. <laughs> it's home for you for some reason, maybe. I guess so. I felt so bad. Whenever they were at that bar, this is whenever... Go. Keep going. I know what you're going to say. So it was Marissa Tomei. It was Ashley Judd and Hugh Jackman. They're all at the bar drinking together. And then Hugh Jackman <clears throat> storms out. And then Ashley Judd follows. And they just fucking leave Marissa Tomei with three drinks in the bill. I know. They never go back for her. It was bullshit. I, I would have so been pissed. <laughs> I, I even wrote, they didn't go back for her. And she was dressed, like, <laughs> really cute. Yeah. Do you think he, I can't remember. He stormed off. But I can't remember why. Um, I don't remember either. It's like, did she bring, did she bring up Rebecca again? Like Probably. Probably. Because she was bringing her up all the time. Yeah. I think she just needed, like, you know, misery loves company. Mm. That's all I... I mean, that's really all I have with chemistry until, like, the final scene, I guess. The pep talk. He pulls her into the supply room after, like, Ray stands her up. He tells her not to, not to do it to... Like, don't do it to yourself as he's getting ready. He gives her the card. He obviously wants her to go to the New Year's Eve party. He chases after her. Okay. And then she ca- he catches her losing it on the way in to the meeting with Diane and tries to cover with her the whole That was meeting. so funny. He starts fanning himself with his <laughs> binder <laughs> and laughing with her in the most un- inappropriate way. Yep. We gotta go in there, so pull it together. <laughs> Don't cry. Uh, I will say, the chemistry between them was way better than the chemistry between him and Meg Ryan. Yeah. They played off of each other a lot well. And I, I don't know if he is more comfortable with that kind of character. Do you think that actors have to have some kind of attraction between each other to have good chemistry? Or does it just depend on the grade of actor? Like, if an actor's really good, he can just have chemistry with anybody. I don't... Email us, toasteroundcoms <laughs> at gmail.com. Are you an actor? How do you play love scenes? Well, you know what? I have another movie lined up with Hugh Jackman and a different leading lady. So we're gonna just really get them all. Yep. We're gonna, we're gonna tie it in. And I don't think we can... Do- now... Meg Ryan, Ashley Judd. I think we can all agree they're good actresses. Mm-hmm. And so is this next one. Okay. I'll talk about it in a, in a couple minutes. Okay. Yeah. After that blow-up scene, they sleep soundly together. She ruins it. It's like, let's just take this for what this was. Mm-hmm. Don't overthink it. I can see it on your face. Don't you ever think so? I think that's why I just couldn't fully let myself get into this movie is because she annoyed me. 
maybe that's why I I, I relate to her. <laughs> but I don't find you annoying. <laughs> that's because you have to live with me. I well, used to not, live with you. Yeah. <laughs> we got along for half of those years. <laughs> we did. <laughs> that's all I got for chemistry. I just thought it was really well done. I thought they had good chemistry. I liked the cheesy ending where he was like, or she was like, don't you have anything to say? And he said no and just kissed her. Mm-hmm. He looks like a good kisser. He's a man of action. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that about him. Me too. Way to go. <laughs> go Tomcats. <laughs> um, let's see. After we talk about chemistry, we talk about when they fell in love. We talked about when he realized he has feelings for her, and we both kind of disagreed. Right? You said noodles on the counter Mm. and the chair. Mm -hmm. I say Hagen does. Okay. Yeah, I think it takes a long time for her. She doesn't realize it until she's given her Maria Charles speech out on stage. Fool. I know. Just had the perfect guy there all along. Like, if you're looking at Greg Kinnear and Hugh Jackman side by side, come what are on. you doing? He looked so good in his little underwear. I know. Not and too jacked up. Like, a nice amount of chest hair. Fit. Mm-hmm. And she looked great in her little underwear. I know. If you both look good in your little <laughs> underwear, you're about to be together. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Absolutely. That's new rule. (laughs) Me and James look pretty equal in our underwear, (laughs) so we deserve to be together. Same. (laughs) We we both look at each other and we're like, yep. (laughs) You belong here. Let's do this. (laughs) Let's eat pizza in bed naked and then fall asleep (laughs) while watching House Hunters. (laughs) Romance. Couple's goals. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, then, do they stay together? I think that's a tough one to call. I think they do as long as she doesn't have a neurotic moment again. I think he can handle her neurotic moments. I do think that they have a really solid chance of staying together because he's the sanity to her passion like wackiness her, yeah like she's a little wacky and over the top shall we say I think um we saw him handling her like he, he just walks away from her or calls her on her shit like he knows who she is he knows her well they spent four months living together yeah I wish we got to see a little bit more of that time of them living together. Mm-hmm. A lot. There's a lot of focus on Ray. I thought. Yeah. And we could have done with some more building with her and Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But I also, I thought it was promising that, not for their relationship, you brought up the scene where, like, he was hanging out with her and Marissa Tomei at the bar. Like, him hanging out with her friends like I thought that was good yeah yeah so I think they have a pretty strong chance of staying together Mm -hmm. 
I do too. Iconic scene. I think we all know it. The Chinese and cheerleading? Absolutely. Okay, cool. Cheerleading. Yeah. <clears throat> Final thoughts? I just want to point out that Marissa Tomei and this was a very good friend. She was a good friend. I loved her hair in this movie. Yeah. I was watching this and James was like, it's weird how she's hotter now in the Spider-Man movies than she was in her, like, younger... Really? Yeah. She looks... Have you seen the Spider-Man movies? Uh-uh. She looks so good. Her style, her hair, she looks amazing. Okay. She has, like, the high-waisted flair. Like, just... It's so... I look so good, but I'm not trying. Okay. Yeah. I thought Hugh Jackman's fashion in this movie was wild. Like, sometimes he looked normal and dressed normal. Like, a little, like, late 90-ish. Baggy. Yeah. His Christmas party outfit, like, the black turtleneck with the oversized gray suit jacket. That suit jacket was made for a person three times his height. And he's a tall guy. I don't remember. Yeah. It was it was very large. And then in the end scene, he was wearing a zipped V-neck with no shirt underneath. It was like, you know what kind of sweater I'm talking about? With a leather coat over it. <laughs> like, he knows his strong points, and it's his chest hair. This <laughs> is chest hair. He was like, hey, guys, I got an idea for the last scene. <laughs> How about if I wear this sweater? Zipped all the way down. <laughs> he couldn't zip it up. He'd catch hair in it. <laughs> or like out. <laughs> and I have to go back to the New Year's Eve scene when she's obviously been stood up and she has a sad little martini sitting next to her playing solitaire on the counter. It was so sad. It made me so angry, though. Like, why didn't she go out sooner than that? Give it a half hour, maybe. Tops. Like, if you have a martini that's finished and you're playing solitaire, you've been sitting there for a long time. Especially, long. like, a dirty martini. That was a straight-up martini. That was not a Cosmo. That was not anything. That bitch would take a while to drink. Because they're disgusting. She... When moments like that, you got to give yourself limits. You gotta say, okay, he hasn't called 30 minutes, I'm out. Yeah. That's, I don't know. Um, do you have any final thoughts? No. Bernard was, like, sitting in a side chair reading, and he started listening to her rant about the cows, and he was like, what's this bullshit? This isn't fucking true. And I'm like, okay, you need to calm down. <laughs> this is not scientifically based. I did hate how, she, like, women equal old cows. Mm. Like, I hated it. And I, I, I don't know. I just think this movie portrayed women in such a not 2022 vibe. Like, dependent on men for yes. happiness. I think that's what really bothered me about it. I wanted more of a subplot between the male and female scientists who were watching the cows get in on. You saw looks go between them. Something was going on. I wanted to know more. Hey, get a load of this action. 
You, you interested? Yes. You, you want to recreate? You want to mount me like that? <laughs> I just, I always think about whenever I see bulls, like, how, do their balls hurt whenever they swing them around and they hit the legs? Like, have you ever noticed that? No. Bulls, like, male cows' balls go to, like, their knees or below. And whenever they walk, they wag. Does it hurt? <laughs> because it's a very sensitive part of your body. And they're huge. I get it now. Maybe they're not as sensitive as human males. Maybe it's evolution. They don't, they're not They've as... been knocking the knees for so long, it doesn't even hurt anymore. <laughs> I really was thinking that. I always think it when I see those balls. I can hear James in my head go, look at those nuts. <laughs> um, so when the one person talked about the smutty waffle we talked about, <laughs> do you think it was this? But these are legit concerns for animals' welfare. What do you want? Do you want them to stitch them up for them? What if they had, like, a hammock? Oh, my God. No. Like, you know how a horse has, like, a poop bag that, like, is under their tail catching poop? What if they did that for the cows, but they just strapped their balls in them? (laughs) You want a ball hammock. I bet you'd be better for their sperm counts. (laughs) Copyright that. Scientists, if you're listening, <laughs> you cannot take that idea without giving her whatever patent pending. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, a bull ball hammock. <laughs> you need to figure out a third B word you could use there for the alliteration. A a bull a bull ball bull. No, <laughs> bull ball bull ball bouncer. No. Because you're eliminating the bouncing. Bull ball bed. Mm, that's, there you go. I don't know. I just need to know more. <laughs> Experiments need to <laughs> I guess they've made it this far. They're probably not in that much pain. <laughs> They're probably fine. <laughs> um, let's see here. Interesting facts. I found three. Um, this movie is connected by to all three Judds. Ashley, of course, main character. Naomi is the makeup artist at the end who tries to like touch up Ashley Judd's makeup. Oh. And then Winona has a song in the credits. Mm. So I thought that was interesting. This is Kristen Ritter's debut, although I did not spot her. Don't know who she was. She had to be like a kid. When there was no kitten. Yeah. I don't know. Look it up. And then Eddie's phone number is that he has on the poster for the apartment lease is the same number as in four other movies and shows. One I'd never heard of. And then one was Fight Club. It's Marla's number. And two other well-known movies that I can't remember. So, I thought that was interesting. 
All right, what's this next movie we're doing? Okay, I'm not going to say we're doing it. I wanted to ask you what you thought. So, it's from 2006. It's called Scoop. And it's listed as comedy, crime, fantasy. An American journalism student in London scoops a big story and begins an affair with an aristocrat as the incident unfurls. Who's the co-star? Scarlett Johansson. I'm in. Let's do it. (laughs) I'm in. And one of the... Oh, no! I think it's a Woody Harrelson movie! He's in this picture! Uh, I'm out. Oh, no, is it a Woody Harrelson movie? You're saying Woody Harrelson, but you mean Woody Allen. Woody oh. Harrelson is the cool one. Oh, Woody Harrelson's amazing. I'm sorry, Woody Harrelson. <laughs> You're not a pedophile. We love you. <laughs> I loved you even as Cheers. I had a huge crush on you. Really? Absolutely. That's so funny. Yeah, director Woody Allen, writer Woody Allen. I don't think we can do it. Yeah. Sorry. I don't even, I just don't even like his humor. I don't like his humor either. So you know it would be a comedy, but it would be awful. Like a shitty comedy. Yeah. Okay, so let's shift gears. Do you want to do You've Got Mail? Or do you want to do Sleepless in Seattle because I know it's free on Amazon? I was going to suggest let's do a string of Meg Ryan. Okay. And why don't we start with Meg Ryan Tom Hanks? We got a lot. I think four. Oh. What's the four? So, Sleepless in Seattle, mm-hmm. You've Got Mail, mm-hmm. Joe versus the Volcano, mm-hmm. and another one. Which is... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Ithaca? What the fuck is that? I don't know. Oh, it doesn't look like comedy. It's from 2016, during the summer of 1942, a 14-year-old looks after his widowed mother and two siblings while working as a bike messenger. That's a drama, so we won't I'm be watching that. I'm say no. But we got three. Let's do, let's do Sleepless in Seattle, because I said I know it's free on Amazon. Okay. I just read, like, the whole 68 movies to watch for free on Amazon Prime this month, and that was one of them. All right, let's do it. I lost my pen somewhere along the way. I'll give you yours back. (laughs) So if we're talking about martini glasses here for this guy, what are you going to give it? Two and a half. (gasps) That's so low. It's half. 2.75. How about that? I don't like it. I'm giving it a four. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm giving it a four. I love this movie. I will watch it again. It's fantastic. Like, I don't ever want to see the beginning again. What about the beginning? I just hate the whole Greg Kinnear, pathetic, needy. Like, I just hate that. I think you're in the wrong mind space. I think if you watch it again, you'll like it better. Did James watch it with you? No. Okay. I think it's a great movie. You saw what Alice said about it. She called it a classic. So because Alex li- Alice likes it, I have to like it? No, I'm just saying I back no, up. No. <laughs> I know. I just, I, I, I think it was just, like, you I, I want a you. strong woman. I want a strong woman. Yeah. I want a strong woman. And she wasn't a strong woman. Mm-hmm. But I love Hugh Jackman. He's a great character in this. 
I guess if I had to choose, so maybe I'll bump it up to a three. Because if I had to watch this or Notting Hill again, I would watch this. Or like... There's a lot that we've done yeah. that you'd rather watch. Right. Yeah. You're right. So, all right. Final answer, three out of five. Okay. This drink. Oh, it's a five out of five. It's like a six out of five. This drink gets a gold fucking star. Yes. It's delish. Drink this drink. Uh-huh. Good brunch drink. Yeah. I think brunch, brunch, dessert, or standalone. Like, I couldn't do this with lunch or dinner. No, I agree. It's too heavy. Creamy. Yeah. So, all right, guys. So next time we'll be doing Sleepless in Seattle. Classic. I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. Do you think Bernard should do it? Because doesn't he like this movie? I think he does like this movie. We'll we'll see if Bernard wants to be in. Okay. All right. Join us next time. Wait. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Also, check out um, Instagram at ToastyRomComs. Email us your thoughts, ToastyRomComs at gmail.com. What do you think about chemistry between actors? Does there have to be an attraction? Um, visit our website, toasttoromcoms.com. And I have been updating that recently, so it's in the process. I am up to date on all drinks and links where we got the recipe. I'm still working on descriptions. I have a lot of trouble on Wix. Like, sometimes Instagram will disconnect, and it takes me, like, a couple months to figure out how to connect it again. Yeah. Sorry. It's just so, that's why I'm so not on top of it. Yeah. So, um, check out the drinks. I'm working on descriptions. And if you don't feel like emailing us, just go to our website and type in, like, the comment bubble. Mm -hmm. And we'll, we'll receive it. Sounds good, peeps. All right. Till next time. Watch up. Drink up. And cheers. Cheers.